The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Last segment did not go as planned. Our hope is to always have a winner, or at least a contestant. For our superb Owl Squares board, and we ran through, how many questions we run through? The whole backside of that sheet? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Is that the record? I uh, like yeah, 0 for 9 is yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, maybe this year. Didn't we have an 0 for 15 day last year? Or the year before? Maybe. Sounds like Hembo used to give us more questions. <laughs> yeah, Hembo. What are you he's doing? Not, he's not let's doing enough him. for our show. Yeah, let's blame Hembo for not giving <laughs> us enough questions for superb owl squares. All right, Joshy, cue up the music again. We're going to give this another go. Woo! We begin with Eric and Madison. Eric, you're on with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play superb owl squares? Hopefully it goes better this time. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> What team has played in four Super Bowls but has never held a lead? Wow. I feel like you're baiting me into an easy answer. Let's try the Bills. No, you should have gone the other way, man. <laughs> Vikings? Yeah, it was the Vikings because the Bills famously had a lead and then they sure. you know, had <laughs> field goals made against them, missed a field goal. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, you could just laugh. At this point. We'll go out to Sam in Kenosha. Sam, you're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to lose at Super Bowl Squares? I'm just going. Yeah, I'm, I'm just playing the odds here. Other than the New England Patriots, who is the other team that has won six Super Bowls? Uh, the 49ers. The Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers was the answer we were looking for there. I thought I would reverse fortune by putting that out there. Adam and Cudahy, you're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to lose at Super Bowl Squares? Uh, Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which, uh, let's go with this one. Who was the first left-handed quarterback? For Pete's sake. (laughs) <laughs> to win a Super Bowl. What What was the question? Left-handed quarterback. First one to win a Super Bowl. Oh, uh, Plenty of time oh to Google it by now. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm unfortunately driving, so Googling's not an option. Um, I don't even know. I don't have any idea. I knew the last two. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Kenny Stabler was the answer Ah, oh, the snake. <laughs> <laughs> How many more you got, Gabe? Uh, I mean, we, uh, we'll, we'll we've be got the internet. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Endless. Yeah, so Joe, do they. Joe and Kiwaskum, you're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to lose at Super Bowl Squares? Well, yes. Let's keep it going. Other than Tom Brady, who is the other starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl with two different teams. Other than Tom Brady. Uh-oh. I got. Who's no, the starting quarterback lost. who has won a Super Bowl with two different teams? You got this one, Chew. No. Um. Uh, Steve DeBerg. 
Peyton Manning. I was going to say, uh, it's Peyton official. Uh, Manning. Everyone's brains have turned to mush. <laughs> okay? Like, at this point, I really you don't I felt good about Peyton that one. Manning won with the Colts and won with the Broncos, I don't know what to tell you. Holy moly. Uh, all right, Mike in Oak Creek, you're up next. All right, Mike, just name one of the two teams. <laughs> name a team that has played in the Super Bowl. Name a color that ends in L-O. Uh, what two teams are tied for the most Super Bowl losses? The record is five. So what two teams, just one of those two teams, that has a that has five Super Bowl losses? I would have gotten the last five that you guys asked. <laughs> uh, this is something. Um, I just got to get one of them. Just one of the two teams that has five Super Bowl losses. Come on, Mike. Ah, not them. Need not an answer. Them. Need an answer. Uh, Steelers. It's incorrect. It is the Patriots and the Broncos have each lost five Super Bowls. I think they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're doing it on purpose. Despite me specifically. Nick in Milwaukee, you're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to lose at Super Bowl Squares? Let's do it. <laughs> Name a player who has scored three touchdowns in a single Super Bowl. Tom Brady. No. Nick, I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we would have accepted Roger Craig, Jerry Rice, Ricky Walt, uh, Ricky Waters, Ter- uh, TD, Terrell Davis, James White, or Jalen Hurts. Would have all been correct answers there. Bryce in the Falls, you're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Can you please, for the love of God, answer Help. this superb Help. owl squares correctly? I'll, I'll do my best here for you. Uh, can you name a player who has scored a touchdown? Again, scored, not passed, scored a touchdown for two different teams in the Super Bowl. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, Terrell Owens? I don't know. <sighs> we have can accepted we roll this. Jerry Rice, Ricky Prohl, Moussin Muhammad, or Rob Gronkowski would have all been acceptable answers there. Can we just roll into the 8 at 8 and whoever wins gets both? <laughs> just ends up being a double whammy. I know. Poor Gabe. <laughs> Poor Gabe. What about Joshy back there feeling the calls? Yeah. Let's go out to Dustin in Tosa. You're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play Superb Owl Squares? I've been getting a couple of them right so far. <laughs> Who has scored the most touchdowns in Super Bowl history? Like scored, passing included? No. No. Passing is never included. <laughs> if it's passing, right. I'll say passing. Uh, let's go with Rob Gronkowski. <sighs> Jerry Rice. Uh, <laughs> help me. Oh, man. Ooh. You've been doing this for 20 minutes. Yeah, we have. (laughs) We have. Uh, John in Milwaukee, I believe you're next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. John, are you ready to play Superb Owl Squares? I don't know anymore. (laughs) Hey, that's the most honest answer we've gotten this morning. Most career rushing touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Most career rushing touchdowns. 
You just want the name, right, Gabe? Yes. Just need a name. Just need a name who has the most career uh, rushing touchdowns in Super Bowl I would imagine that history. maybe he played Thurman. in a number of Super Bowls, if I had to guess. Thurman Thomas? Yeah, that's where I was going to go. It's Emmett Smith. Ah! So close. Uh, so close there. Good guess, though. Holy moly. Uh, Mike, Mike and, Racine. and Racine. Thank you, Joshy. Mike and Racine, you're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. All right, all right. See what I can do. Uh, who has the highest career passer rating in Super Bowl history? Highest career passer rating in Super Bowl history? Phil Sims. So he has the highest game, the highest career is Joe oh, Montana. Steve. Is Joe Montana. You tricked him. How did I trick him? I don't know. It's got to be your fault. (laughs) Somebody needs to take account for this at some point. (laughs) Chef Ed, please, Chef Ed, be our savior. Wrap this sucker up as you play superb all squares. Who has thrown for the most touchdown passes in Super Bowl history? (laughs) Need an answer. Tom Brady. It is Tom. No, that's the wrong Brady. Oh, no, of course not. It's Tom Brady. We need another break. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, we got two more callers on the line right now. Uh, Luke, where is Luke? I don't know. I couldn't understand him. <laughs> Poissippi. Where? What is that? Poissippi. Poissippi? Uh, it's uh, outside of uh, like Oshkosh. Ah. Small little, yeah. no, un- unincorporated town. Route 26? I hope you know this uh, content. 21 and 49. Okay. I hope you know this content better than we know the map of Wisconsin. Uh, Gabe? Yeah. Most career receptions in Super Bowl history. <laughs> Jerry Wright. Hey! Yes! For the love of God! <laughs> I gotta Luke? come up with more questions, Luke, for a half hour. From Wherever now. the hell you are, <laughs> we appreciate. I may ya. make a call to the bullpen. <laughs> Done. <laughs> oh, we got the eight at eight. <laughs> we may skip that yeah. today. Josh, <laughs> we we don't have a partner I, attached. I don't want to Nobody's giving away phone. anything. <laughs> He's quitting. <laughs> he was he was fielding calls for a half hour straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Go put your arm on ice, buddy. We got to take a break here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Congratulations to Luke, our big, big winner this morning on Superb Owl Squares. Bunzel's Meat Market at 90th and Burleigh in Milwaukee is ready for Sunday's big game, and you need to swing by so you can pick up your USDA Choice Prime Angus Ribeye Steaks at $29.99 a pound, or get their Smokehouse Root Beer Marinated Boneless Pork Ribs on a Stick just six eighty nine a pound. Seasoned or plain chicken drumsticks, six nine or two ninety nine a pound. Baby back ribs, of, uh, oven or grill ready at five ninety nine a pound. Also stop in for a fantastic lunch from the deli at Bunzel's. I like to go with the roast beef sandwich when I swing by Bunzel's, but they have plenty of options. So many great side options as well. If you swing by for lunch, it's at ninetieth and Burleigh. You will not regret it. Check out Bunzel's.com for specials, store hours, and more. Jen, Gabe, and Chewy are back after this on ninety four five ESPN. Let's say you're pulling 
walking into your garage and you're noticing cracks and uneven surfaces on the floor. And you're probably thinking, well, nothing I can do about it wrong. You can absolutely call my friends over at Showtime Floors and their product, Floor Shield. It's used by military bases, airports, businesses, and of course, residential homes. It's designed to beautify and protect your concrete surfaces. It's eco-friendly and non-toxic, and you can also use it outside on your patio. Showtime Floors offer same-day installation. That's right. You got to take your stuff out of your garage. They'll do the floor, put your stuff back in the garage, and you've got a brand new, even floor, no cracks, no issues going forward. Enjoy a 15-year warranty against wear and find offers of up to $300 off, plus mention ESPN for 10% off. Get more information by visiting their website, ShowtimeFloors.com, ShowtimeFloors.com. The NBA trade deadline is today, and if I am reading all of the news correctly, guys, the Bucks have been very, very, very active headed into the deadline. In fact, Brian Windhorse was saying, Milwaukee is definitely trying. I was talking to a team just last night where they have been talking with Milwaukee, and they were like, they must have dozens of trade scenarios. They have been pitching to various teams, trying three-way deals, all that kind of stuff, basically to get anybody in there that can defend a little bit, particularly on the perimeter. Gabe, you had said you would not be surprised to see some of the guys that we have grown to love and appreciate in Bucks uniforms being somewhere else by the end of the day. So the biggest issue for the Bucks in terms of trading today is they've they've been so active in acquiring players at the trade deadline. Certainly have been active in some some of those moves have worked, some of have not. But even in trades for the offseason, all the first-round picks they had to give up for Drew Holiday, some of the picks and pick swaps that they had then had to give up in the Damian Lillard trade, and some of these player acquisition, they've been so aggressive, there's not a lot left in terms of things that are attractive for other teams. So, Pat Connaughton, fan favorite. Obviously, Bobby Portis is the unofficial mayor of Milwaukee. Those are the two assets that the Bucks have that teams may be interested in. Those are the two, and especially if you want somebody that has any sort of salary attached to them, those are the two pieces that the Bucks are going to have to build some sort of deal around. And as much as that may hurt, I mean, the, the one thing the Bucks haven't gotten a lot of production out of this year is their bench. Bobby's been inconsistent. Pat's been in and out of the lineup with um, some different injuries throughout the course of the season. It's been a little inconsistent as well. They need defense. They need bench production. Chewie, we talk all the time about chemistry, and we know that the Bucks have had really good chemistry in the past. And a lot of that is because of that unit that has been together for a while now. How do you see just the chemistry element playing into their run in the rest of the season? Well, I think it's big, but you saw they were willing to move on from Drew Holiday uh, last year, who was, you know, a fan favorite and, and a teammate favorite. So the Bucks have shown they're really willing to do anything. My question would be to you, Gabe, would, would they have to move both of them or just one? Because what are they really getting for Connaughton or Bobby Portis? Well, that's, by themselves. Yeah, that's been... Well, so, you know, you, you may have to package Marjan Beauchamp for somebody who may be interested in his potential because that's kind of the one young asset that teams could be maybe interested in. I mean, you're not getting a huge piece, too. I mean, again, it's going to be somebody that maybe defends on the... Again, they're looking for defense on the perimeter. They're looking for bench production. Those are the two things that they're looking for the most. I know that I've seen them linked with... Um, Grant, you know, Williams, Grant Williams, Andrew Wiggins... Yeah, Wiggins' thing is wild to me. I don't know how you end up making that one work. Um, but 
yeah, they've they've been linked with a number of different players. They're they're desperately trying to find something that could make that push over the top and make the roster make just a little bit more sense, so they can be a better defensive team on the perimeter. Do you think there's any regret from the organization that they traded Drew Holiday? No, Drew's no. not even having because Drew's not having a great year, man. Like, and and maybe that's because now he's in Boston, he's just not as comfortable. He's he's trying to figure it out, but. I don't think that they have that regret because I think ultimately still what was missing on this team is that closer. Mm-hmm. And they, they didn't have that closer. They didn't have, I mean, they, they had, they hodgepodge it together when they won their championship in 21. But having Dame Lillard, they think, is is that missing piece. Now, you know, Chris probably hasn't been as good of a defender as they were hoping because of all the injuries just piling up on him. Maybe Malik Beasley and Dame haven't been the defenders that you want. But you don't need to have a top five defense to win in the NBA. The, the Nuggets last year, I think, were 17th in the league in defense, defensive efficiency. You can... You can be okay as long as you have that offensive piece, and the offense, I think, is going to be fine. I just think that you couldn't think of, you know, other than the untouchables on the Bucks roster, two guys that the fan base has wrapped their arms around more than Bobby Portis and Pat Connaughton. And this is the tough part of being, you know, having a championship caliber team and the community, the Bucks community, the Bucks fans really you have back to the squad. Pat Connaughton has invested in the community. Bobby Portis is doing uh, Chamber of Commerce stuff for Milwaukee. Like these guys all want to be here. And I know we had this conversation when the Drew Holiday thing went down and how tough it was to swallow that piece. And so far, to be perfectly honest with you, Gabe, it hasn't panned out. Right, like if the Bucks were winning at a really, really high clip, and you had you were very confident that they were going to bring another Larry O'Brien back to the city, I feel like it's easier to part with these players. But human nature is it's hard to watch these guys do so much for the team and then be shipped off. I, look, I, I we don't know if Dame has worked out because ultimately all that matters with this team is the postseason. Right, that's the only thing that matters. So what, whatever's happening right now in terms of regular season, like sure, it's it it. It's looked clunky at times, but I think we've had a lot of really good moments with Dame. Like I, I'm still excited for Dame being here because he w- when he's going to make the biggest difference is when you have to have those half court possessions in the postseason and what he can create. I guess my point is that it is a bittersweet. It's a bittersweet moment. It's a bittersweet crossroads here that you find yourself in as a Bucks fan because, yes, the ultimate goal is to win another title. And obviously that's what John Horst and company are trying to do in earnest. Obviously, Windhorst saying very, very aggressive. But it does mean having a couple of guys who have been a part of that previous championship, who have invested in the community, having to go somewhere else likely. Again, none of this is a done deal. And that's where I'm saying it's a bittersweet moment because you have to look towards the future and say, we hope that the moves get us to the title, but there's no guarantee that it will. And there's, who's I mean, un- there's no touchable, the starting five. Um, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, they're not going to move any of the starting five. And Thanasis. <laughs> what you asked? Who is untouchable? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know who's lining up to take Thanasis either. So I'm just saying, if you want to be honest about who's untouchable on the Bucks, you know, it's not just the one. Yeah, the brother. Yeah, so I guess the the list is six deep. <laughs> what? Why are you looking at me like that? I was just pondering in my mind, like if there was a massive trade for the Bucks on the line, and Thanasis for whatever reason makes the the salary work because they got to match those. Would Giannis approve that trade? Yes. You think so? No. 
<laughs> He's releasing literally thank you Thanasis shoes for sharing his shoes as they were youth. I love that though. <laughs> that, yeah. I love the sentiment right. behind it. Right. It's a, it's a great thing, but also makes me believe no chance in hell he would allow him to go. Do I think Giannis would sacrifice his brother not being on the team to win a championship? I do. No. <laughs> I'm saying you're no wrong. Way. No way. <laughs> so everything Giannis is, is sicker said is than not- Larry O'Brien. <laughs> I'm putting that on the poll. That's the podcast for sure. Blood is thicker than Larry O'Brien. <laughs> hey guys, have you been over to Potawatomi Casino Hotel recently? It is in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. It is the all new Potawatomi Casino Hotel. And when I say all new, I am talking about all new guys. If you haven't been there in the last year or so, you're gonna walk in and you're not gonna recognize the place. 12 bars and restaurants, a winning seat at 40 table games, 3,000 slot machines, bingo, full-service sports betting, and so much more. If you are ready to spark something new, you can light up your senses at Potawatomi Casino Hotel. Explore more at their website, which is PaysBig.com, PaysBig.com. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Look, you take Jesus and the presents out, and it's not even in the top ten. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, if you take sex out of the anniversary, then that's not that fun either. On 94.5 ESPN. We put it on the Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll earlier today. Has Mark Murphy left the Packers better off than when he first took over? Go ahead and weigh in on that as the Packers announced yesterday that they are starting the search for the new CEO slash president position. Speaking of new positions, there's a clip floating around of the Packers' new... I want to be clear. He's the linebacker's coach? Campanella? Campanelli? Yes. Run yeah. game... Run, linebacker's coach slash run game coordinator. So there's this audio floating around of Anthony Campanelli. And I do feel like when Packers fans hear it, they're going to be like, Whoa, that's not Joe Barry, is it? Take a listen. You're your best... When you're doing things for people you love. All the time you practice, all the time you spend away from the people you love, okay? Our job is on Sunday, literally, to honor those people. That's it. That's our job. To go out there and honor the people you love. Play as hard as you can. Attack the ball like it's some guy running down the street with your mother, your father. I don't I don't know who the my kids, whatever. Like, that would make me out of my mind. There ain't no way that guy's getting away from me. And you're certainly ain't anybody getting in my path to block me, to stop me from bringing them back in my life. That ain't gonna happen. Okay? But if you treat it like that all the time, you practice like that, you commit to practicing like that with each other, you're unstoppable. Don't know who the is gonna stop you from doing what you want to do. Everybody understands ass whooping. Okay? I can go to Greece and somebody start getting their we all understand what's happening. Okay? We're all speaking the same language, right? We might not be able to communicate, but if somebody getting their ass kicked, nothing's lost in translation, okay? All over the world, they speak asshole, okay? To the day you die, okay? So here's what I'm saying. Let's eliminate that factor. They can't outwork you. Eliminate that, and let's see what the f*** happens. Let the chips fall where they met, okay? Let's all just commit to each other. That's what we're going to do. Don't stop doing punches, don't stop attacking the ball, don't stop finishing blocks, and then we'll see what happens. All right? Love you guys. Let's go have a great practice. I only have one thing to say. Daddy? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Reminded me of the way my dad used to talk to us <laughs> and others. Chu, what do you think about that attitude and that uh, colorful language from the new linebackers coach slash, what is it, game? Run. Run game coordinator. Game coordinator. Uh, it's fine. I mean, I know the young people love it, but my experience are with yellers. And, uh, you know, obviously the guy's got a couple um, interviews over defensive coordinator. My experience with yellers is, eh. A lot of guys hide that because they don't know how to coach. Look, I had Andy Reid, not a yeller. Mike Sherman, not a yeller. They had more of a look of disappointment, which kind of pulled the same thing out. And, and I get it. You kind of need coaches like that on the roster, but... Yeah, I didn't think I, I'll was... reserve judgment. I just I had one coach who was a swearer and a yeller, and I wasn't a big fan. And I questioned how much he really knew about the game. Okay, swearer check, yeller. I don't know. Was he yelling? I thought. I mean, I didn't hear that as like maybe in my mind, yelling is more of like dressing down. You know, like more um, when you're yelling at someone, it's more of like these are the reasons why it didn't work. That to me seemed like more of like that motivational sort of. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I mean, not a I big. Think yelling's just kind of a tone. Like, how loud are you? Yeah, volume. Yelling you don't is think about he, volume. You don't, yeah. you don't think he was yelling? He was yelling. Also, a little aggressive for practice, right? Uh, you got raw, raw guys. <laughs> you know, you got uh, okay, the, the way on. he ended it was you very reminiscent was... of "Let's go get a GD snack." It did. It did sound like that. <laughs> but also, the cameras were on. It's hard knocks. From the Oh, uh, yeah, Dolphins. that could play into it. Now, Holmgren yelled. I, when he yelled, I was very afraid. But when he yelled, it was warranted, right? I, I, I don't ever remember in our good years in Green Bay having a rah-rah coach like that. Like half the time, you know, some players enjoy it, some players don't. And I love Reggie to death. I never listened to any of his speeches before the game or anything like that. We are always in the back. I didn't need that to get me going. Maybe some guys do. But if, 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 if that's once in a blue moon, that's fine. But if it's every flipping practice, he'll have guys going, will you shut the bleep up? You know, I don't know. It's- I walk with trepidation. I am having a very visceral reaction to this yelling thing. I, I'm being serious. I'm being very yeah. serious here. For whatever reason, in my mind, yelling always has a negative connotation. I don't picture people yelling in excitement. Maybe well, you shout, well, so but yelling to me is always about like dressing someone down because I'm angry or I'm frustrated or like that's the way I look at yelling. I blitz off the edge. I sack the quarterback in a big moment. I look to this guy and go, ah! What is that? Celebration. That's yelling. <laughs> but I, why is that? Why do I only say yelling in my mind? Why is it only like when you're yelling at someone? I'm. I understand that you. Yes, but to say. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that your therapist is expensive, Jen. I don't know if you want to go. You know, try to go cheap on free with the three of us. I didn't think that coach was yelling. Oh, he. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm having a total disconnect here. So, Thousand percent yelling. Yeah. Huh. I don't think I've ever heard anyone yell more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you would have come over when I was a child because 
would have changed your whole perspective on this thing. So he was yelling, okay, but it was like in a motivational sort of sure. way. Like, my dad used to always say, I'm not yelling, I talk louder than most. To me, that was him talking loud with a lot of curse words in there. You know? Well, All right. so you guys so you know- can yell in motivation is what is the point yeah. you guys are trying to make. Yes. Correct. It is. You know I yell for intimidation. You've all experienced. I don't it. think I've ever heard you yell. Mm-hmm. Ah, I haven't. Gabe. I was gonna say, did you guys have a famous meeting where there was yelling? Um, I don't uh, know if Chewy yelled at that, but Chewy you, has walked no away yelling. from here yelling at me. Chewy's yelled at me before. No. Oh I, yeah, yeah, I have. That was not yelling either. That now was I am it? starting. What to think are of you? <laughs> you need to go get your ears checked. You need a therapist. I think. I think what we're learning very quickly is my spectrum has been skewed dramatically. Okay? <laughs> like, uh, I yeah. mean, I, Jen, I'm fine with this as long as he's not doing it every single practice. You know, uh, I'm not, because it'll turn the older guys off, and I know this is a young team. But if it's ever, you'd be sitting there going, hey, dude, tone it down, And it's just, it's a very small sample size. Let's be very clear about that. But it does feel like the pendulum has swung now, hasn't it? You know, with the guys they brought in, with Halfley and with Campanelli, the pendulum feels like it has swung from the tone that at least we believe Joe Barry and company was taking and their coaching philosophy and whatnot to now the other side of aggressive and yelling and cursing, and again, not that any of those things implicitly um, prove or will lead to victories, but I, I, I'm here, tell me if I'm wrong, but this feels like a very different, it feels very juxtaposed yeah. to what we saw before game. Well, true, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I always have thought of, and yes, you need some aggression offensively, but offense is more cerebral, like you're thinking your way through, okay, you know, third and three, this is what I'm going to do. Whereas, I mean, the really good defenses yeah. are more about that attitude and aggression. Sure. And therefore, I think the yelling works a little bit more on that side of the oh ball. Oh, my God. We've <laughs> got people weighing in on the YouTube channel. Of course, you can always stream our show on the YouTube channel. Mike weighing in saying, I'm with Jen. That was not yelling. This is inspirational shouting. Yelling is always negative. Inspirational Chris- shouting? <laughs> You're just inventing terms. <laughs> That is splitting the We also have Chris weighing in saying yelling has a negative connotation. This was simply shouting. You... And then MR36 weighing in saying, I 100% agree with Mike. I'm just saying, it makes I... me feel, I'm not alone in this. I'm not alone. I don't... Chef Ed but, weighing but... in on the talk and text line, yelling I'm... is condescending. No, no. But, but Jen, not... Jen, and you've said this about uh, your kids before. One of your daughters does not react well to yelling, correct? Correct, yes. Like, people react to that type of behavior in different ways. Some people get fired up, and some people, like, they don't like it, and they kind of go the other way. I I mean this in the nicest way possible. Uh, I think... Here comes an insult. I think (laughs) if you associate yelling with only negatives, you're kind of telling us a lot of about yourself. And I don't mean that as an insult because it's a trauma response, but yelling, the dictionary definition, includes excitement as part of yelling. 
I don't know. Like if you you don't know, you win the lottery, you're not yelling in excitement? I would be shouting. That's the difference. Again, I think that, listen, guys, listen, I respect (laughs) the hell out of you. I almost said the F word there. Uh, uh, I respect the hell out of y'all. you're yelling. (laughs) Calm down over there. This is like when the dude had the eyebrows on there. They were like, what What was that guy's name from Seinfeld? Uncle uh, Uncle Leo. 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 Okay. Hey, whoa, calm down. Yeah, calm down. No, I respect the hell out of you guys, but my my Demeter. point is, I exist in the word space. I know it doesn't always come through here on this show, but like my job at ESPN is to find the word for the scenario, and I think there is a very specific difference between yelling and shouting. I, I think that's just you guys applying it to something that doesn't exist. Like words exist regardless of how we give them a definition. The definition exists to explain it. So when you say excited, so when I yell, come back, am I not yelling, even if it's a good thing? I want you to come back to where I am? Shouting. You can shout. I'm willing to bet if you go to (laughs) thesaurus.com shout and yell are going to be synonyms. (laughs) But willing to put money down. But not every synonym is a mirror of the other word. No, but they have similar meanings. 100%. No one here is saying that yell and shout aren't similar. No, you are. No, I'm saying that yell for me is more of a negative connotation and shout for me is more of a positive connotation. What if Wouldn't the guy that call make it those opposites? Shouting? No, they're not opposites. If the one's positive and one's negative, no, that's the, those it's are both opposites. both emitting a loud noise from your mouth, but one for me is negative and one is positive. How are those opposites? Those are not going to be, but those are not going to be I mean, synonyms. Whisper then. would be the opposite. I can't believe I'm having this conversation. Where does scream fall in this? Is scream only negative? Scream. Hmm, that's a good question about scream. It definitely involves fear. Scream, I feel like, is more in the fear space. But I've screamed at somebody in Yeah, anger. but what about screaming at a sporting event where you're happy for your team? That's screaming. Shouting? Right? Again, yeah, just trying to jam I'm, shout I'm really into not, every like, situation. Again, I'm here. really not. I'm just telling you guys how I interpret these words, and I think I'm not alone. I think other people out there, when they hear the word "yell," don't think positive first and foremost. They think negative. And I, I guess I've, I've always thought of "yell" as a neutral word. Yeah, because I've been I've been shouted down before. Yeah, what about shouted down? What about shouted down? That's negative. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's shut up. (laughs) Which we should probably do at this point if we're being perfectly honest. I do want to put something of this variation on the poll about the connotation of yell. Because again, as soon as I heard that coach, Anthony Campanelli, I didn't think he was yelling. I thought he was giving a motivational speech. And it was loud, and he had a lot of F-bombs. I didn't think he was yelling at the team, but Chewy immediately was like, eh, he can't be a yell guy, da-da-da. And I was like, whoa, we... Record scratch. That's what that was supposed to be, not my bad breaks on the Tahoe. <laughs> yeah, there's more of the bad breaks, yeah. Speaking of that, how's your driving, Ben? Fantastic. No issues. <laughs> Nothing Proud at you. all. Here, here you go. Five, she's made it five weeks without an incident. <laughs> that is a big freaking deal. <laughs> I don't give the applause knock for Knock on wood, Jen. Knock on wood. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, the best place to shop diamond engagement rings in Milwaukee. It's only at the Jewelry Center. Their team of specialists will help you bring her dream ring to life. They sure did for me. Look, I I kind of had an idea with what I wanted to get for my wife, and I went in, looked, team at the the Jewelry Center, very helpful in picking out my wife's engagement ring. But maybe 
For you, you just don't have that idea. Well, go to our Pinterest board, see if she has anything saved there. And the helpful team at the Jewelry Center is always going to be able to point you in the right direction. Learn more about the Diamond Jewelry Selection at ShopTJC.com or stop in at any one of their three locations in Greenfield, Brookfield, or in Burlington. Make sure when you stop at the Jewelry Center, tell them that Gabe and Chew sent you. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Getting choked up over it. So, uh, hold on. Give me a moment. On 94.5 ESPN. This is your cue to call. It is time to play Superb Owl Squares. We are hoping it doesn't go into Wildey and Tausch. 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. 800-990-3776. Need contestants to play Superb Owl Squares. It's my bad. I should have done the cue to call on the way out. I was so busy talking about my yelling perspective. <laughs> Thank you for the Billy Idol. Joshy on the way in. Adam Wingen saying there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> Fair. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Rob also weighing in saying, I had this conversation with my daughters last night. They say, I always yell, but I just talk louder when I want to enforce my point. Yeah, there is a word for that in the English language. <laughs> it's called yelling. It isn't. <laughs> not yelling. Like, I'm not yelling now. You like, just were. No, that was me just raising my voice. I wasn't yelling. Tr- Gabe, trust me. If you want to hear me yell, first of all, you don't. <laughs> Second of all... <laughs> Uh, let's see. Dave weighing in saying, when I yell at the kids, I have one that cries and two that laugh at me. <laughs> well, you're doing okay with two and three then. <laughs> let's go out to the phone lines. We are playing superb <laughs> owl squares. Nick in West Alice, you are up first on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play superb owl squares? Yes. All right. Again, the way it works, you get the question correct, you get the 10 squares on our superb owl board. Winner of the board after the final, the final score is posted. And the big game on Sunday wins that signed frame jersey from uh, Mark Chimura. ESPNWisconsinContests.com for official contest rules. Other than Tom Brady, can you name a player who has won multiple Super Bowl MVPs? Other than Tom Brady, a player who has won multiple Super Bowl MVPs. Eli Manning? Eli Manning has won two. Yes! Super Bowl MVPs. Right out of the gate. Yes, that's wonderful news. I love hearing that. Congratulations. That's Nick. Nick, congratulations. Dodged a real bullet there because Wilde and Tausch would not have been happy with us if we rolled into their show. Well, then you could have yelled at him. No, they would yell at us. No, you could yell back, though. I wouldn't do that. I would feel very, very uh, guilty for having put us in that position. I yell back and say, yeah, well, you deserve it. What, yeah. like, what would the argument have been? We do what we want here. 800-990-3776. You don't need to call anymore. We just got our winner. Let's go to the Jen Gabichui Twitter account. Has Mark Murphy left the Packers better off than when he took over in 2007? Yes, he has. No, where are the Super Bowls? 80% of people saying, yes, he has. No questions asked. And also, Jay weighing in saying, I think they should name the sledding hill after him. <laughs> a million percent. Yeah, there absolutely. has never Mark been Murphy's a better hill. idea than the one that Jay just submitted here on <laughs> Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. In fact, I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal Jay's idea, and I'm going to pretend it was mine. How has this not happened yet? How have they not named the Correct. hill? Correct. Yeah. Maybe the do, do you do a statue with a picture? 
No, I mean, you have a picture at like the top of the hill, you know, and, you know, right by there, your little thing that says the Mark Murphy. It's Sledding Hill. It Sledding already Hill. has a name, though, and it's sponsored, so they'll have to make it the Aaron's Mark Murphy Sledding Hill at sure. the town. Yeah. That makes sense. Then yeah. after he passes away, it could be the Mark Murphy Memorial Sledding he Hill. Should, he should have a bronze statue midway down. The only. Oh, you gotta look out. <laughs> <laughs> the only poll more resounding than that one was the other one. Is there any circumstance where Giannis would be willing to trade the Nassus off the Milwaukee Bucks? <laughs> 83% of people are saying, nope, family over everything. That should be 100%, just so you know. Thanks for hanging out with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Wildey and Tausch is next on ESPN Milwaukee.